Welcome to the Shifting with Marley podcast. I'm Marley. Thank you for joining me wherever you are. All that I ask of you, the listener, is to have an open mind and an open heart. And in return, I offer you myself. There is a global pandemic that we as humans are facing. And I'm not talking about the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm talking about a lack of self-love. It's a major problem across the world, and it has significant ripple effects. It's such an important topic that I asked my good friend Sam Adams to come back to the podcast and help me unpack this, uh, this problem. Welcome back, Sam. Hi, Marl. Hello, hello. Uh, Sam was also on um, the gratitude um, episode. So if you want more from Sam, definitely check that episode out. And today we are going to talk about unconditional self-love. And before we dive in, we just wanted to make sure that we're all on the same page with what we mean when we say unconditional self-love. So what do we mean when we say that? It means loving yourself without any conditions, accepting every part of you as you are right now in this moment. Um, And I would add that um, unconditional self-love is really remembering who you are at your core and and coming back to, to that, to yourself, returning yourself to yourself at, at your deepest level and, and really knowing yourself in a really deep way. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think we often put conditions on ourselves. We often judge ourselves, which takes us away from that self-love in this moment. Because I think a lot of times we put conditions on ourselves that we say, okay, in the future, when I reach some goal, then I'll be able to love myself. Or, mm-hmm. you know, once I do this, then I can love myself. Or once this happens, then I'll be happy. Or once this person accepts me and loves me, then I'll be happy. And that is all some future ideal that takes away from, the, from loving yourself in the present moment. And that also causes you to judge yourself and it reduces your happiness because self-love and happiness are intimately linked. Do you agree, Sam? I would say, yeah. You're being able to find your joy because if you're, if you're disconnected from that, you're not going to be able to, to tap into the things that give you pleasure and purpose and meaning and, and happiness. Yeah. So in that sense, self-love is everything. It is the goal. It's the priority. Um, it is, it's something that is incumbent upon each of us to work on, to focus on, to improve, to welcome into our being. Okay, and a note before we continue on, um, we aren't going to really dive too deep into why we have such a, you know, pandemic of lack of self-love, such a widespread issue, um, because the reasons are complex, they're unique to each individual, they're circumstantial, and that deserves its own separate 
you know, conversation. So we really wanted to kind of start from the recognition that it's such a problem. And then we're going to address today how we can tackle that, how we can um, find more self-love in each of us. And through that, maybe love each other and the earth a little bit more. First, we wanted to kind of dive into um, that there are so many um, problems that in ripple effects that stem from a fundamental lack of self-love. And that's so one reason self-love is so, so important because it has these ripple effects and it causes these problems in our own lives and also collectively and on the planet. For example, our mistreatment of others, our lack of compassion towards those that are different than we are, our mistreatment of the earth, which is our home, um, you know, it, one of the root causes of unhappiness, all of that comes down to a lack of self-love. Sam, do you want to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like all of these these broken systems in our society are perpetuated because people don't love themselves and and that people are continuously buying into these models looking for love in all the wrong places and they lead people to be stressed out, disconnected, too busy to really tap in with who they are and to be able to know themselves in a deep way which is intimately connected with being able to love yourself into our relationships and really fitting ourselves into someone else's idea of what success is being like people are looking for love instead of they're looking for success, but really they're looking for love. Definitely. And I also think a lot of what you're saying is the, of the problem that we have gotten into this habit of looking for love and acceptance outside of ourselves. Yeah. Oh, like completely all the time. I see it everywhere. Yeah. And I think that 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 causes so many other problems, right? And like you said, it disconnects you from yourself, which then causes a lot of problems. So in reality, something almost as simple as loving yourself can cure all of these other aspects of your life. And, you know, if I could say as well, self-love is also intimately connected to self-confidence and self-esteem right? They're all connected. And just like you were saying with success, that, that ties in as well. Mm-hmm. And like having a real purpose that's connected to your soul, not some career that somebody else told you is going to make you a lot of money. It's right. actually being able to contribute something. Absolutely. And if I could tie it in too, not loving yourself affects your relationships negatively because you're seeking that from from the people in your life, right? And how can they give you the love that you're so craving if they also don't love themselves, right? So really what it comes down to is love yourself truly and completely and fiercely. And from that place, that's when we can truly love others. Yeah, and then we can be more honest to these things that are required for us to be in a truly loving relationship with another person require sometimes difficult conversations. And if we're not loving ourselves and if we don't have that confidence, I think sometimes people are afraid to have those conversations 
or to ask for what they need. If you truly find love for yourself, you can, you know what you need and you know how to ask for what you need. And there's, there's less fear there because if someone can't give it to you, you know, you can give it to yourself and, and you'll just have to keep it moving, you know, and you'll find what you need down the line. Yeah. And that's what we're really saying is give yourself the love and acceptance that you so crave from the world and from others. Yeah. No one else is going to be able to give it to you until you do. I know that's so cliche, but it's so true. It's so true. It's so So true. true. And how can we also not only love and respect each other, but how can we love and respect the earth if we don't first love ourselves, Sam? We really can't love and respect anything unless we're connected to ourselves and to that love in ourselves. And from that place, can I just say that so many problems in the world, the start of solving them is loving yourself. In order to tackle climate change, we need to first love ourselves because mm-hmm. how we can't genuinely tackle something so extreme and complex and you know global as climate change is just one example if we don't first love and respect ourselves. Yeah, I think there's an element in there too of forgiveness um, and looking at at our shadows. You know the things that that we don't accept about ourselves that sometimes keep us from having that deep love for ourselves. And that goes into our relationships with other people, into our relationships with the earth. When we can't look at the ways we've been relating to people or the earth because we feel a sense of shame or like we've shirked our responsibility or we're not showing up like we need to, then we can't really, we can't move forward. We have to, integrate those darker aspects of things to fully love ourselves. Absolutely. So the solution, right, to all of these problems is loving yourself. Start there. Mm -hmm. That's something we can all do for ourselves, for everyone in our lives, and for the earth is to love ourselves. Yeah, it's a radical act. It is. And so How can we do that? How can we each find deeper self-love? And while this is a lifelong journey, and it's something that you can always find deeper and deeper and deeper, but you have to start down the path, right? I'm glad you said that because, yeah, it it always deepens. There's always more love. There's always more love you can give to yourself, but we have to start doing that. We have to transform the conversation and bring this into more of the mainstream. We have to connect self-love to all of these problems that we're seeing in the world in order for it to, I don't know, become more of the norm, right? That's what we're trying to do, Sam, is make loving yourself the norm. Or even love yourself to love yourself and then see what changes. Yeah. It can go either way. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so how do we course correct? How do we find deeper self-love and happiness within ourselves? You know, because I truly believe, I truly, truly believe to my core that the world will be such a better place if we can learn to love ourselves without condition. Because our relationship to ourselves will improve, our relationship to others will improve, our relationship to the earth and our environment will improve. The path to recognizing also that we are all connected starts with self-love. 
Okay, Sam, how do we attain it? What are our tips and tools that we have found or that we've learned about um, that, that we can share with people today? Um, I would say looking at situations and people that you fear or you feel like an adverse reaction to because people are mirrors and anything we feel that strongly about can teach us something about ourselves. Another thing would be some sort of meditative practice or yoga, something that allows you to observe your thoughts and gain a deeper awareness. When we begin to do that, we can see some of the ways we've been showing up that maybe aren't in alignment with loving ourselves or are judgmental of other people. Even the way we hold our bodies too. Um, Another one would be to connect with what you love, what you've always loved. A lot of the times we forget those things um, when we're caught up living our lives and and those things are so important. Like what, Sam? What do you love? Uh, I love to sing and I forgot to sing for a long time. You know, I I wasn't going to be a famous singer or anything. I'm not that great, but I love to. And so I take singing lessons now and it brings me so much joy and it helps me connect to my inner child. So inner child healing too. You can't Um, see me right now because this is a podcast, but I'm smiling ear to ear because I can just feel, feel that love from you, Sam. Like when you started talking about your singing. so happy. Um, and then also looking at our shadows, doing healing work. There are so many things in society and in our relationships that disconnect us and looking at all of those things and taking our power back. And, you know, as a woman, we're raised to look a certain way and it goes so deep and it disconnects us in so many ways. So as a woman, I would recommend, you know, sitting in a like naked in the bathtub and like really looking at your body and letting your stomach like be like, don't hold it in like, and just let yourself be and get comfortable with yourself, you know, and feel their emotions and express them. These things that we're taught that we can't do and, and that are part of us because if we're not fully expressing who we are, we're not loving ourselves. And we need to like learn how to, bring all those parts of ourselves back into an integrated being because then we are being true. We're being ourselves and, and, and that is loving to ourselves and to everyone else around us. Yes. Thank you, Sam. Those were amazing tips. And can I say too about accepting your body? I think if we could all just come back to remembering that we are souls, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And if we could detach ourselves from our, you know, the constant stream of thoughts in our head a little bit, I do think self-love and acceptance will flow a lot easier because, you know, I know I've talked about the ego a lot on this podcast, but I have to bring it up again because it's so relevant because, you know, the ego is that incessant thought pattern, right? So if you can kind of remember that you're you have a soul in there. And if you can drop back behind your thoughts a little bit, detach yourself, take the observer's perch and start to observe your thoughts, 
kind of from a detached place, you'll realize that you're kind of mean to yourself, your thoughts, you're, you're not super nice to yourself all the time. And I think a lot of times we let that play without realizing how mean we are to ourselves. And Sam, like, like you were saying with kind of sitting in the tub naked and, and just, you know, being with your body and accepting it. I think that is a practice of kind of detaching yourself from your thoughts and that those mean thought patterns start to detach yourself from your thoughts, come back to your soul. And I think you'll be able to kind of take almost a higher perspective and self-love will flow a lot easier from, from that place. What do you think? And if you'll also be able to see them because I think a lot of people aren't even aware, it's just the constant voice. Yeah. Right. People aren't even aware that they're mean to our, mean to themselves. Um, so yeah. becoming aware of that and detaching yourself from that mean voice in your head, I think will really go a long, long way to finding self-love. Flipping the perspective too. I mean, our bodies do so many incredible things. I know that's hard if you're in a place where you're not, you're not feeling that love, but sometimes it helps to switch the perspective. Like you said, we are souls. Our bodies are incredible. They get us through life. They give birth. They climb mountains. They do. All, they make love. Like all these beautiful things, and and we create beautiful things too. Like we have so much potential, and and we give so much of that away when we're disconnected from ourselves and, and don't love ourselves. We give so much of our power away. I totally agree. And you know, one thing that's really, really, really helped me find deeper self-love, Sam, is mantras and which are, are, you know, phrases or affirmations that you repeat to yourself over and over again. So mantras, they're a tangible, actionable item that you can do on a daily basis that over time genuinely genuinely work. And I am testament to that because through mantras, I was genuinely able to find deeper self-love. And I want to share with you today on the podcast, some mantras for finding um, deeper self-love. So here we go. These are the ones that have worked for me. The first one, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Simple and beautiful, right? Uh, The next one, simply saying, I love myself or even simplify it further and just say, I am love, Mm. something like that. If we could give Ram Das um, a shout out here, he has an amazing mantra um, for finding deeper love. And it is, I am loving awareness. Oh yeah, Ramdas. <laughs> so powerful. <laughs> um, and what what I did with these mantras is I reminded myself to say them when I woke up and before I went to bed, and then I repeated them to myself throughout the day whenever I remembered. But what I did, Sam, is I actually left myself little love notes on little like sticky pads. I left them with the mantras in my wallet, at my desk at work, on my mirror, on my nightstand. Mm-hmm. That's cute. <laughs> and I, I set little reminders on my phone every day that they would pop up. And what that did is throughout my day, I would see little love notes to myself. And whenever I saw them, it reminded me to say that mantra 
And I would just repeat this to myself as, as whenever I saw them as often I remembered. And I did this for years, Sam. I mean, I think I've been doing this for about five years and I can honestly say that they have genuinely made a significant impact on my level of self-love. They really do work. Uh, and you know, another practice that I highly, highly recommend that I think we all, every human should do, place your hand on your heart close your eyes and say, I love you to yourself. And I know it sounds so simple and silly, but it has such an impact because when's the last time you told yourself that you loved yourself? You say it to others. I say it to my cat, but when's the last time you said it to yourself? So these are just kind of simple tips and tools and tricks that I promise will help self-love flow a little bit easier in your life. I love that, Mo. And, you know, we do want to remind you that self-love is a constant practice and it's a lifelong journey, but it's so, so important and it's everything. Right, Sam? It is. Do you mind if I tell a story? Oh, sure. Really? Um, you reminded me when you mentioned Ram Dass, but um, he went to India, right? I, I know a lot of people have probably heard this story. He was always looking for something, right? And he felt like he was getting closer to it, but he hadn't found what it was yet. And when he met his guru, he realized that the guru could see everything negative inside himself, the things he had repressed, the things he was ashamed of, the things that he hated, these horrible thoughts that we all have, we're human. And, and he knew that his guru could see all of them and he loved him genuinely and unconditionally loved him. And that was his deepest healing from years of searching, doing different psychedelic trips, being a professor of psychology, all of these things he was always looking. And that deep unconditional love was the switch that led him to become a spiritual teacher that everyone knows and loves. I think that's incredible. I think that speaks to the power of love in general, self-love and being able to love others. And it's very intimately connected, obviously. <laughs> Definitely. I, following that, Sam, I argue that a population, a species, a civilization that loves themselves, loves each other, and loves the earth is the next step in evolution. That's where we're going. That's what the future is, is love. It's the solution to so many of our problems. It's the solution to climate change. It is the solution to all the like the bad stuff going on in the world, right? It all can be solved with love. And that starts with self-love. It is the next step in humanity's evolution. And I truly, truly believe that. A civilization that has a foundation of self-love will naturally love the earth too. A civilization that loves and respects the earth will live more in harmony with the earth, more in alignment with each other and with the earth. Love yourself, change the world. Love yourself, love everything, right? It all starts with self-love. If we are all united in our love for ourselves, our love for each other, and our love for the earth, there is nothing we won't be able to do. 
We will be unstoppable, a force for good. We will be a force for change. We will reach our true potential as a species. We will live in harmony with the earth as we were meant to. Our own salvation will also be the earth's salvation. So the question is, are you willing to step up and be a part of the solution? Are you ready to make a positive difference in the world? If you are, then it's time to love yourself. 